Welcome to the third Virginia Wine Time podcast. Recently, we visited Woodland Vineyard in Richmond, Virginia. John Witherspoon, who is the financial budget and marketing manager of the winery, guided us through a tasting of their wines and a tour of their winery. He was able to talk with us more about Virginia wines and his experience with winemaking. Here you will hear a brief conversation we had with John. Let's join the conversation. And so three years ago, that happened. Yeah. I got super into it. I've got mounds of books online everywhere around the apartment. And just, you know, I'm just a geek about it to no end now. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you think of, because I like to cook, and so when yeah. you think about food and, and wine and I mean, beer, you can't even factor in beer with no, food. Not I really. mean, when you have friends over, you have a dinner party, you're, you know, you're going to serve wine. Yeah. So it makes it all that more enjoyable, yeah. I think, to kind of pick out the characteristics and you know, what ingredients do I have that are going to match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it becomes a hobby. Yeah. Now, I know you already told me, but I've forgotten. How many acres do they have out there? Uh, it's or a little over a half. Half an acre. Um, okay. yeah. And what's planted out there? Um, all four varietals um, Chardonnay, Vidal, Cab, and Merlot. Okay. So, Evenly, if you go, um, if you look, it's pretty much from right to left. It's Cab Merlot, Chardonnay, or Vidal Chardonnay. So, and we noticed what are the uh, nets? It's bird netting. So uh, you have big birds uh, like to eat the. They like to eat the grapes. Um, Actually, they really just like to dive bomb and damage them. So the bees come in and destroy Uh the grapes. Um, Or they this time when they're starting, you know, it's just passive erasion, so they're getting nice and sweet and. They're starting to smell them, so they'll come in and they'll eat a bunch, and then they'll damage a bunch, and then that's bees will come in and, and ruin a, a good bit. And it's just mm-hmm. a pain in the butt when bees are out there when you're picking. Mm-hmm. I bet, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But now we're getting to the point where it's almost harvest time. Are you guys almost ready? Like, uh, well, into September, really? Depending yeah, on it'd be, it'll probably be first week in October for us. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, they're looking good. Very good. So, so far. It's got a nice toasty finish, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Still get a little bit of that. Yeah. Excellent. Very nice. Let me get a get our woodland white for you guys, our okay. uh, sweet wine. And we have lovers and haters of this. It's probably our most popular seller, but people that don't like it really don't like it. So you have to see. This is the glass one. This is the um, off by woodland white. Yeah. Now this is the same grape um, as the first Chardonnay that you tasted. Um, after we took it out of that Chardonnay out of the barrel, um, we put this into a tank, added some sugar, let it settle, brought it to a sweetness that we saw. It's probably less than 1%, or like right around 1%, so not mm-hmm. a dessert wine, just barely a little bit of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, put it back in the oak to give it some extra toasted character, so, but don't, that won't let it scare you away, because it's not super oaky, but it does give, I get a lot of hazelnut from it, like, a, mm-hmm. and it combines really well with the sweetness, I think. Because mm-hmm. um, we were all kind of nervous about how it would really taste after we brought it back out of the oak. We thought we were going to have to throw away 30 gallons of wine, but... Yeah. But people love it. I mean, people come and buy three packs of this all the time. And it's good. It's nice. It's got, you know, just enough sweetness to, you know, calm down, you know, hot meal, Thai or Indian or something. Um, or if you chill it, you know, a little bit extra, it's perfect for, you know, patio. But um, Now, how many cases of wine? You said like 200? Just 200, 200 yeah. cases. And how many of each one would you say? I mean, like... Um, it's pr- probably mostly Chardonnay. Um, okay. And then the rest are pretty much evenly distributed. Except for the Woodland White. There's only... We only did about 15 cases of that this year. I'm... This is like a Chardonnay to me. It doesn't. It is a Chardonnay. I mean, it is a Chardonnay, but it has a little bit of sweet. Do you get the sweetness at all? Mm-hmm. Just barely. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very minuscule. Yeah. I wouldn't consider it because you, you you're calling it off dry. Yeah. Because of the little bit of yeah. sweetness, I don't know that you I would call it an off dry. Just yeah, it's not it's not terribly sweet at all. For this year, we did the same thing. Um, 
and we uh, we sweetened some of the wine. So once the 04 is gone, we'll bring out the 05. But uh, we added a little more sugar. Um, it was probably about two and a half percent. Um, and uh, I just, you know, I think we need we need that as far as you know. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say you have to have a, yeah. a, a sweet wine yeah. for the little people. food coloring in, making a rosé. Call it a day. Now, <laughs> now rosé is the the wine for 2007. Are yeah. you guys planning dry, a rosé? Dry, dry rosé. Yeah, dry rosé. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's become huge. I mean, I did that little comment on my blush. Just everybody's talking about it, and I and I definitely was a you know, rosé, you know, kind of person. Lights but yeah. yeah. But now it's just people are doing really good, like French style dry rosés, and they're beautiful. Yeah, we we really like the one at Prince Michel. Oh, it's right. a really that. nice one. And we have one at Barbersville too. That yeah, was theirs is good. Yes, theirs is too. Good. Yeah, I like theirs. So, I like awesome. the one at Kluge. Yeah. See, I haven't had. Yeah. We went to Kluge last year, so I'm not sure what year that was. If they released. I think it's new. It is the new. This was new. Um, but yeah, I like their wine. They they were out of. They only tasted two wines when we were there that day. They didn't even have their famous sparkling wine, so we tasted their expensive Bordeaux blend. And then, uh, the sixty dollar bottle yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Which I, I, no, no, I'm sorry, we did have the three because we had that one, then the Albemarle Red, which I guess is the cheap one. Right, just simply red, yeah, that's and, it. And uh, yeah, simply red, sorry. Which to me is as good as the one they sold for. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, I like, like that. Simply I like that red. one better. As well. yeah. That's what made me remember. And we bought it. a couple bottles, I think. Didn't yeah, we? yeah. Okay. It was uh, um, we don't have any consultants. <laughs> well, yeah, we can We can't afford. But see, <laughs> you're just starting out and you're small right now that's right if they plant 160 acres yeah, or whatever exactly. over there you could be a huge winery that's right yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I mean you know it's like do we you know do we really want to do this as a living because right now it's it's hard to judge because of course it's all you know it's a second job for the three of us so you know it's our weekend um, or every other weekend we usually take turns with Wilson and Eric coming out here and working and stuff so you know and doing a little bit of business stuff at home in the evenings and mm-hmm. it's just you know it's hard to judge if you know whether the true love of it would come through a little more as far as running the business when it was just that's the only thing that we do yeah um do you get a lot of traffic out here too yeah um sundays i mean especially this year we weren't in the past the little wine passport last year um but this year it's great we're getting you know 20 people a day on sundays that's good um you know we're having a lot of groups come through on the weekdays eric's having a lot of private parties come through um this summer um so we're doing really good i mean better than we thought we would yeah um, yeah. So it's doing great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, our web hits went up exponentially when that came out in that in the the wine guide. It was uh, it was probably like maybe fifty or sixty a week because we were linked through the Virginia Wine site. Um, after that came out, um, and we had an article in the, lo- the local uh, Little Lothian newspaper, and uh, it was I mean it went up to we do about two fifty three hundred hits a week now. So very good. I mean that's obviously great. we don't get that many people through. And, right. Uh, so it's I think probably new visit new cost new hits is about half of that but still people are coming back looking seeing if we have anything new um, checking for events and that kind of thing so very cool I'm going to show you guys glasses out get that a little bit of sugar out of there so yeah. what are your personal um, favorites in Virginia um, probably Linden is Linden. my favorite so far I mean we were really really astounded but yeah. I, I like you know uh, I like Jim Law's kind of practices I've read a lot of his papers mm-hmm. and uh practical winery and vineyard um so and his I, philosophy appeals to you. yeah and then his wines i just think were fantastic yeah i agree have you had the avenius sauvignon blanc yeah really good and i was we we're like is this grown locally and I, well, I can't remember her name but she was on the show yeah 
Yeah. And uh, she was on that, that. He said it's a very cool climate. You know, it's uh, you know very rocky soil or whatever. Um, so it really brings that minerality yeah. out in the wine, yeah. like a awesome Sauvignon Blanc. And we couldn't believe it when they told us it was grown locally. And we're like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's one thing he does master is the microclimate. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got that other guy, Jim Bougel or something or whatever, <laughs> who has five acres of red that we tasted the barrel tasting. Like yeah. he just masters the microclimate and just. Yeah, I would love to go for their barrel tasting last year. We went to um, Grey Ghost this year, and I can't wait to that. That cab hasn't been released yet, has no. it? No. Okay. No. But they've already won. They won a medal. They won some medals out in California with their cab. Yeah. And of course, the Adieu. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they won tons of yeah. events with that. Yeah. They, do, they do very well too. They're one of our favorites. Very ghost. Yeah, 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 we liked it too. We had lunch there. and uh, I think after seeing it on your blog, actually, we went out there and tasted it. Yeah. So maybe it was right before that. Now, how far of a drive would it be for you to get to Great Ghost? Probably an hour, an it's hour? It's about an hour and 40 minutes. Okay. So. Yeah. Not bad. Gadino's you know. a new one out there too, and I think, I think they're doing pretty well. We keep calling yeah. them new, but this is their second year. Being well, but it's all relative. I mean, you know, you yeah, know what I'm talking we um yeah we went there we did a a blitz back on I guess around uh, Memorial Day um, and uh, we did we did Linden Godino Rappahannock mm. what else we did one more that day so Rappahannock's up, good stayed up in Springville yeah we like I wasn't as I, I had like really high expectations and honestly I think it was mostly their wines were too warm that day. And I really, it really threw me off. I just wasn't getting a lot from their wines, and yeah. I think it was the temperature, honestly. Yeah. Well, when that tasting room is packed, sometimes, I mean, they just kind of squeeze you in. Yeah, we were definitely like, can we go in the end? Got I don't think they're paying them. attention to the temperature of the bottles or, yeah. Yeah. you know, what's going on in the room. Now, this is nice. Is this, these aren't your grapes, right? You get these grapes from somebody else? No, they are. Half, these are your grapes? Yeah, about half of that is our grapes. Okay. We cool. bought them. Um, about 500 pounds. So. This is good. And you know what I also, I, which is, I'm usually not a, um, it's a little bit cooler yeah, than you would expect yeah. but it's not bad that way. Yeah, it's know? good. I, I think um, I would drink it like, you know, kind of like Beaujolais style, um, you know, chill it up a little bit extra. Um, I think it's really nice, uh, a little bit cooler than today, but, you know, sit outside, chill it up a little bit extra. Right. I think this is very um, good. I think it's very good, too. It's really fruity. It's come very, along. Yeah, very fruity and smooth. Yeah. It's... That, that smoothness has come along a lot in the past three months because we bottled it, um, I guess when did we release it, in April or May? And we bottled it and, you know, to some way it was kind of a, a debate, you know, half of us, uh, well, we need to get a red and, you know, yeah. half of the summer and we're like, I don't know, it's a little tannic, you know. What I like of, about it is that it is all Merlot because we mm -hmm. did, mm -hmm. I went to the same wine shop I was talking about because never, you know, when you get Merlots, whether it's from Napa or even a lot of the wineries in Virginia, they, they blend it. Yeah. So you don't really know when you when folks talk about I can't I, I don't like Merlot, then what about it? Don't, well, yeah, what, do like? what don't you really like? So I think I got a ten bottle of Merlot from uh, Pier, from uh, Pearson's, and it surprised me just how it's like this. You get like cherry, it's very light. Yeah. You could sip it; it's accessible. And you compare that to a Merlot you get from California, and it just punches you in the mm -hmm. face. Yeah, very big. Um, to the point where you really can't sip it. You yeah. really need to have food with it. Yeah. a lot, you know, heavy food with it. So, you know, here maybe here's where folks need to kind of educate themselves on Merlot because yeah. this is very, like the French Merlot we had. This, you know, from France, mm -hmm. from that border region, it was lovely. Yeah. You could just sit there and enjoy it and spend some time with it and just drink it on its own, and you could, you get all the cherry flavors yeah. you should get. Yeah, so, 
I like this. This is nice. And the other thing too is with the Merlot. I'm really I'm a big Merlot fan, and we went to King Family, uh -huh. and we had their um, Cabernet Franc. Cabernet Franc, and we're sitting outside. We bought a bottle of it, which yeah. and I'm like, there's something in yeah, it. This is not a hundred percent. And I go back in to buy another bottle, and I said, this is blended, isn't it? There's, yeah. there's a little something he's like five percent Merlot. It's awesome. I'm like, oh my god, I, I think that's my Merlot taste that yeah, I was exactly. able to pick yeah, that up. He was, he was amazed that we were able to pick up that it was Merlot. You said it was like 5%, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good bit, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's it's always funny when you see there's like, you know, 0.8% and 1.2% and stuff. Right. It's like, yeah. You know. But yeah, we're going to try some blending this year. We are buying a small amount of Cab Franc to put with our Cab Sav. Um, I, we're not buying enough to do any, you know, 100% Cab Franc, but, uh, you know, Megan and I are big Cab Franc fans. Oh, it's good. Over oh, Virginia um, makes, I think, you know, I had the best, not like a day trip or anything, but I was in Cal or in uh, Ontario um, for a business trip, and I was over, had a conference, or meetings on either side of the weekend, so of course they paid for me to stay for the weekend. So I went down to the uh, Little Niagara, or uh, not Little Niagara, um, Niagara on the peninsula, I said what it's called. Anyway, it's like right above Niagara Falls, okay. and it's this big wine region, it's like Niagara Napa is pretty much what it's okay. like. There's about 40 wineries on this little peninsula. It's wow. a beautiful little town. It's a lot of fun. So I went there and I wasn't expecting much because I knew they were really famous for their ice wines. Um, you know, and I was like, eh, probably be hit or miss on the reds, kind of like Virginia, probably some decent whites, but it'd be fun weekend, you know, hang out down there on the company dollar. So I went to some wine. I had some suggestions from the people that um, I was in this uh, conference with and they're like, oh, because I was going to go somewhere else. And they're like, no, no, go to this area. Um, and here's a couple to hit. And I went and I tell you, I had um, at a place called Stratus, I had a uh, Cab Franc, and it was the best Cab Franc I've ever had in my life. It was oh. so awesome. It was expensive. It was, I think, $45. Oh, wow. But it was amazing. And I came home, and, you know, Megan's a huge Cab Franc fan, and that, we opened it, and she's like, wow. So I was like, Canada? I was like, yeah, yeah. Canada. <laughs> so they flew it in from Napa. But, uh, but it was probably the best. They had, and I was... Very, I mean, I probably expected to buy a couple bottles, and I came out with, you know, a case and a half of wine, so. Wow. But it was really good. Well, now, so the, and obviously you're a red, you prefer reds to whites? I don't know. I mean, I, I love whites. I've become a huge Viognier fan, and Chardonnay can really hit me sometimes, and I really like some good Chardonnays. Um, I think if I had to choose in a restaurant, I'd probably pick a red if someone's like, what does it have to be? Uh, choose yeah. a red, yeah. but it depends what you're eating too. Yeah, I always say. I mean, but I've really become more of a red than a white. Yeah, you were a white Zinfandel fan. Yeah, years, two years ago, I was drinking white Zinfandel. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, I'd probably say red. You know, if you had to pull my arm, but uh, I like, I really like, uh, really been a fan of Viognier. Really a big fan of Sauvignon Blancs these days, um, and uh, just. Then there's another Sauvignon Blanc you need to try. It's not Virginia. It's the Allen Scott from New Zealand. Yeah, it's okay. New Zealand. I don't know if I, I don't think I've had that. It's very nice. It's got that grassy, mineral-y yeah. kind of thing. Oh, so you can get it for maybe $8. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, anything Australia is so cheap. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. That uh, I've, I've had that quite a few times now, that Yolumbo Viognier, which I put on their website. And uh, we bought McManus Viognier, which um, was recommended in our wine shop also. Um, again, very layered, very good mineral, you know, fruit, honeysuckle, and then, you know, just perfect acidity and round, it's just mm -hmm. very good. Um, so look for that on the blog coming up soon. Yes. <laughs> I'm like backlogged on my wine. Now, what's, what's the deal with the blog? Why did you decide to start the blog? 
just because I have wine notes everywhere, and you know, my wife thought I wasn't a big enough geek, so I just not, <laughs> I not a big enough. Geek. <laughs> Yeah, why don't you write a wine well, it's very concise. I mean, your reviews are very concise. You kind of break it down. So it's very easy to. I try to, you know, and and uh, she's <laughs> she thinks my wine reviews are too dry. So she said she's going to start writing. Uh, you know, she's got her. She's an art, you know, background, and uh, she's like, I'm going to start adding a little more flavor to your to your wine blogs. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> well, I like the addition of the pictures. That oh yeah, I know. I need to get thing. some more on there. Um, that was a huge change. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I it's. I started writing them because we had, I guess, probably, probably six or seven weekends in a row. We uh, we went out and did some, you know, wine tasting in the local places, and uh, of course, I started decided to write, start writing after that. So we haven't really been anywhere to take pictures and that kind of stuff. So, but uh, uh, hopefully, uh, as the weather cools down and we get out to some more wineries, we'll start making some uh, get some more pictures on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is Eric, our uh, owner slash vineyard manager. Hi, right. this is Warren. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Paul, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Writers of Virginia Wine Time blog. Oh. Celebrities. Yeah. No, no. Um, yeah. no hey, man. Nope. You're getting recognized. People know who you are. You're right. <laughs> we were surprised. We yeah, we were very surprised of, uh, with um, Felicia Rogan at um. Oh, Open yeah, she's Cross. surprised. She was, yeah, that surprised well. me. I didn't think she would really care who we were, but we said that remember. at uh, Cardinal Point, they recognized you. And Cardinal Point, too. Yeah, Sarah at Cardinal Point. She was a lot of fun. We had a good time with her. Yes. She was fun. Fun. That's excellent. When you guys want to come in and get a sneak preview of the uh, the Cabernet out of oh, the barrel, absolutely. That, I was going to go next question. What's coming up next? That would in, be it. In terms of you. Did you open a bottle of the? We hope you enjoyed that conversation with John Witherspoon of Woodland Vineyards. Thank you for v- listening to the show and watch the website for more podcasts in the future. Mm-hmm.